Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Stand Up Tragedy. My name's Dave, and I'll be your host this evening. I'm pleased that you could join me downstairs at the Leicester Square Theatre. Let's welcome a storyteller who's come all the way from the future tonight to weave to you a tragic tale. You can find more things about him at www.superbard.co.uk. There we go, now applaud, it's my team. Yeah. How are we all doing? Enjoying some stand-up tragedy. It's sort of an odd thing to do, isn't it? Enjoy stand-up tragedy. But we'll work it. We'll do it together. You know, can you enjoy tragedy? I don't know. I don't know. We'll go for it anyway. Um, so I am a storyteller from the future. Um, is this on? Is this coming through today? Good. Wonderful. <laughs> I just like to check. Just like to, you know, be loud. That's all. I come from a long line of storytellers. Uh, you know, my grandfather was a storyteller. My father was a storyteller. Because, yes, that's right, in the future, it's a real job. Um, and they taught me from a young age uh, that there's one person. One person out there for you. Because that's what happens in all the stories, isn't it? And I spent years and years searching for that one person all my life. Because love is it, isn't it? Love is us fighting against the dark. Uh, but only once have I ever thought that I'd actually met her. I was 16 years old and at Sandhurst. It was my fake cousin's passing out, which is basically the officer's graduation party, for those who don't know. The marquee was full of men who were taller and bigger than me, and I felt short and like I wanted to go to the gym. There were women as well, they had big hair with outer parting and, and names like Tara. The room was full of banter, not wit. Oscar Wilde would not have fitted in here. I got drunk uh, and decided I was amazing at roulette. I've since discovered, of course, that you can't be amazing at roulette, but I was 50 quid up. The key is, keep putting it on 14. <laughs> Uh, I did what I believe was a strut into the neighbouring tent where they're playing a mashup of The Smiths and Ting Tang Walla Walla Bing Bang. My cousin was nowhere to be seen, neither were his friends. Uh, part of me felt like disappearing into the ether, never to return. The other part felt drunk. I think I consumed enough so that I was mostly alcohol, uh, so I started heading into the other room whilst doing a looking for your friends dance, which is a bit like this. Really, I was going towards the toilets where I could sit and hide from the noise. And then, across the room, a girl looked at me over a boy's shoulder. That should have been the clue, really, but she looked even though her hand was on his back. I'd love to say I didn't know why, but I suspect it was the dancing. <laughs> now, I want you to bear in mind that when I was 16, I wasn't the picture of sexiness that you see in front of you today. You know, I braces, acne ski jump hair quiff going on but still she looked i tried looking at the floor nope she was still there this was not usual i found myself walking towards her as though drawn by a piece of string and she walked towards me it's only then that i really look at her before she was a girl and frankly given my pulling power that was enough but now i look and she is okay I mean, really okay. I mean, she is the sort of girl that I would look at and go, yes, I will go for two to three drinks with you and then end up as friends. <laughs> she continued to walk, 
I continued to walk. This was the sexiest thing that happened to me, mainly because I had never had sex. <laughs> the crowd didn't as much part to our stairs. Most of the dancing and movement was going on a foot above us, uh, so it sort of floated around the path between our eyes. We didn't stop until we met in the middle of the dance floor. This wasn't happening. I didn't feel like I'd earned this. We didn't speak, not a word. She just placed her lips on mine and sucked. <laughs> and you know what I thought? This is it. This is my one. I truly thought I'd found the love of my life. Until the hand slammed on my shoulder. What do you think you're doing with my girl? He was a hundred times bigger than his penis. <laughs> I immediately retracted. When it came to fights, I had developed a particular way of getting beaten up that meant the bruises didn't show to the teachers. I didn't want anything to do with this leaning tower of muscle. He grabbed me by my collar and whispered in my ear. We're leaving. His thumb pushed into the side of my neck. I felt my eyes start to water as he shoved me through the crowd. The marquee had about 300 people in it, all of which stopped dancing to watch me being guided out of the dance floor. None of them even said a word, they just let us through. Outside there was a fairground ride, a waltzer. He took me behind that and forced me to the ground. Words were not important to him, or at that moment, uh, to me. I started to whimper. He kicked me in the back, the stomach, the ribs. His boots grew harder and heavier with every kick until they were made of lead. Each connect tumbled stronger into me as my frame grew weaker. The pain burned. Silhouetted by the light of the tent, I could see people looking, turning, and walking on. I concentrated on making myself as small as possible, curling up into an insubstantial ball, willing myself to shrink until his feet started to meet no resistance. They went half through me and sprung back, then half through and then out the other side, like he was waving his foot through water. I was nothing but pain. He looked down to see me fading, my skin becoming translucent. There was a moment where he could have kicked me away. I would have helplessly flown, dispersed into the wind, but his foot bolted. My body was red, liquid glass. I didn't exist. Only then did the girl come and find us. She didn't pull him away, she couldn't even see me. She kissed him on the lips. I led there on the grass until morning, covered in dew, bruises and heartbreak. Thank you very much. I think in these March podcasts, you can really notice an improvement in the audio quality. We've worked really hard to try and up our game on that one. However, we're always looking to improve. We're looking to expand and maybe have videos and some more photographs for the site. So if you're listening to this and you live in London and you're interested in video or in audio or in taking photographs, get in contact with us at upstandingtragedy at gmail.com. Thanks very much. Sorry that bit was a bit boring. Needed to be done. On with the show! And finally, it gives me great pleasure to welcome Helen Arney to the stage. You can find Helen Arney at helenarney.com and check out her science and comedy night at festivalofthespokennerd.com. So give a round of applause for Helen Arney. Hello? Hello, stand-up tragedy. Are you, are you well?
this uh, can I just say this is an absolutely fantastic night. This is exactly my sort of comedy. I do gigs all the way up and down the country, but I've I've never been to a night like this, and I absolutely bloody love it. Uh, so I'm going to do some songs for you on this thing. Does Does anyone know what it is? Give me Give me a guess. Give me a. Anyone? You think it might be a ukulele, but actually, it is a normal size guitar, and I am massive. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we've got time for um, one more song. I think it's probably quite obvious now that uh, I am uh, single. Any Sherlock's in the audience? It's one of the things I really love being single. The thing I love the most about being single is the fact that I uh, can gig every night of the week. I can come home uh, as late as I like, and there is literally no one to care. Um, <laughs> uh, I could die and it could be three or four days before anyone notices and I like that, I like that level of independence, it's a real joy to me. One thing I really like doing, I like to go to bed wearing bed socks, does anyone, does anyone join me on this in the cold weather? Yes, yeah, one, maybe you do this as well, do you also like to go for long periods of time without shaving your legs as well? Is that another thing you do when you're, yes, yeah, I don't know if this has happened to you, it's my tip for the credit crunch, basically, it's been so long since I've shaved my legs, I no longer need the bed socks, it's just sort of worried. <laughs> Some people think these are tights. But what happened was, I was explaining this to someone, and admittedly we didn't go on a second date, but before that happened, they emailed me something they'd cut out of a newspaper, out of a, a reputable new, well, the Times, news in, a reasonably reputable newspaper, and it said that they'd done some sexual experiments on women wearing bed socks. Were you? No, not one of you. Uh, but I don't know, on the NHS this happened. I don't know what a sexual experiment is. Is it a lot of men in a lab with white coats but no knickers? I don't know how it works, but they did sexual experiments and they discovered that women wearing bed socks are 60% more likely to orgasm. That is a scientific fact you can all take home with you now and use on your loved ones. That is uh, the upshot of, that's probably the wrong word to use. The, the point of the article was that 60% more likely to orgasm wearing bed socks. I can only assume that is because they're on their own. <laughs> I've done a few experiments myself and it seems pretty conclusive. So, <laughs> so I say I'm single but that's not quite true at the moment. I have met someone but I'm not allowed to call in my boyfriend for legal reasons. Um, but until that time comes um, I've written this little song about him. When I first met him I thought he was an absolute knobber. But things have really changed, um, something happened, and um, now I think there's just something really special about him. This is for you. Lately I have noticed you've turned into the perfect guy. My heart melts when I look into your eyes. You come over, you have always got me flowers. You let me hold your hand for hours and hours and hours. You never wake me with your snores. You don't go drinking with Boys. When my friends come over, you say nothing wrong. I think you're the one. I prefer you in a coma. Ooh, you listen to me when I talk. I prefer you in a coma. Cause there's no way you're ever gonna walk. For boring reasons to do with rights and stuff like that, we can only really play 30 seconds of Helen's songs on this podcast. It's a real shame, but we understand why. And if you want to hear more, if you want to hear whole songs by Helen Arney, go along to her website or have a look on iTunes or Amazon or Bandcamp. You can find her at helenarney.bandcamp.com and you can buy her songs, loads of her comedy albums, really quite cheap. Some of the tracks there are free. So get along there. For example, you can buy six songs about science for two quid or you can buy... 
17 of her songs, Helen Arney's Songs for Modern Loving. You can get that for three quid. So download them all off there digitally. Not very much money. Support a great comedian and musician and enjoy her stuff full length. We're really pleased that she came along and we're hoping that you will go and check out more of her stuff. Our Indiegogo campaign finished on the 1st of March and I'm really pleased to be able to say that we earned enough to be able to pay every performer that performs a stand-up tragedy £10. Thanks to Matt Hill, fantastic friend and audio producer extraordinaire. You can check out the new iPhone app that he is been very much involved with the Hackney Here, which I really would really recommend you checking out. It's free, so download it for free from the App Store. And when you find yourself in Hackney, go to London Fields, run that app, and you will have a very different kind of audio experience than you're used to. It's really worth experiencing. As you walk around that area of Hackney, your location will trigger different stories, different sounds, documentary, songs. It's a really excellent experience. Where you walk determines what you hear. You walk through a soundscape that is completely related to the places that you are. So a great example is you sit down on a bench and the bench talks to you about the people who have sat on that bench. That was one of my favourite moments. But it, it, or you walk along, you walk along the path and you see the Lido and suddenly you're hearing a song about the Lido. So really worth checking out. I cannot recommend it enough. Thanks to JP Davidson from the I Like You podcast, which is really worth checking out. You can find that at ilikeyoupodcast.com. The I Like You podcast is a Canadian podcast about love and like. And they do, they're an independent podcast, same as this. So solidarity with the independent podcasters of Canada. They're really great. I'd like to thank Orson Wells, who says, Congratulations, David. Could you please mention my new picture, which will be released on the 1st of May? It's called Citizen Kane. Thank you very much. That's what I, I was asked to say by the person calling themselves Orson Wells. I think I know who you are, and I'm very grateful for your contribution. And thanks to Emily Cleaver, whose writing you can hear on Stand Up Tragedy, but also at www.emilycleaver.net and it's really excellent stuff so really you should check it out and also thanks to Dave now Dave you uh, paid a contribution which meant that you could uh, let's have a look let's have a look what your perk was oh yeah right you get to be thanked so Dave can I just ask you if you have any projects that you might like to promote? Because when people are thanked, they uh, they get to be thanked in reference to any project that they might want to promote. Well, good of you to ask me that, Dave. I'll tell you what. I think people should go and check out my other podcast, www.gettingbetteracquainted.co.uk. 
that's where I do long-form conversations with people I know, from my closest friends to people I might have just met once at a party. There's going to be a bunch of people from Stand Up Tragedy that will be on that show. Some of them will be people who, he, who I knew already, and some of them will be people who I met through booking them for a stand-up tragedy. So there's, a, there's, there's lots of extra stand-up tragedy-related material over there. And also, you could follow me on Twitter. I'm GooseFat101 on Twitter. And I've got loads of projects going on, really, but I don't want to bore people because I didn't give to this project in order to get this thanks, like all of the people. And most of those people... You know, when I when I asked them if they had a project they wanted me to promote in relation to them, they they only Orson Welles replied. So all of the other people who I've promoted, they didn't ask for that promotion. I chose to promote them. So thank you all so much. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, retweet us. Do whatever you can to tell people about it. I mean, I don't want it to be a chore, obviously. Only tell people about us if you like us. But if you like us, please do tell people about it. We like to tell people about things that we like. So if you go over to our website, www.standuptragedy.co.uk and have a explore around there, you'll find lots of links to the acts that we have at our live show and our podcast you can check out more by them. Nearly all of them have got websites. More, nearly all of them have got more online stuff to check out. If you hear a short story on the show that you like, you'll probably be able to read it if you go over to the Stand Up Tragedy website. Our next live show is happening on the 2nd of April at the Leicester Square Theatre. Doors open at 6.30. The uh, show starts at 7. It's our last of our hour shows. After that, we're going to have full nights of it. Tickets cost... £10 or if you use the promo code TRAGIC or you're a concession, you can get them for £8. So buy your tickets, buy your tickets. You can find us in lots of different places, as you may know by now and you may be bored of hearing. You can find us at SoundCloud, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on the Stitcher Smart Radio app, which is a really great free app that you can download to your iPhone or your Android or whatever smartphone you have, which means you can stream podcasts on your iPhone. You can have stand-up tragedy in your pocket to listen to anytime. You don't have to download it. You don't have to worry about it. You can just listen to it when you fancy it. You can also now donate to us on the stand-up tragedy website. I've set up a donate button for you to give as generously as you can afford. Now we are living in some tough times, ladies and gentlemen. I understand this. So just whatever small amounts of money you can afford like a couple of quid maybe here and there or whatever you can afford whatever's reasonable for you so maybe 10 pounds is reasonable for you because of your relatively large income compared to somebody else's income but if two pounds is a small amount then two pounds would be reasonable if 50 pence is a small amount that would be reasonable if 150 pounds is a small amount to you then well done you're very lucky well done but also yeah send it towards stand-up tragedy it means we'll be able to pay our performers more than the 10 pounds each that we managed to raise through our crowdfunding campaign we'll be able to pay them maybe a reasonable amount of money for their work and hey might even be able to cover some of my costs so that i don't end up making a loss that'd be grand really would like that because i'm not well off at all but i do this not for the money but for the tragedy because i do love me.
a tragedy. Thanks very much. Please give generously. On with the show. We're going to finish up tonight with a song that we're always finishing up the night with called The Tragedy Is Over. Let's remember what Thank you very much for coming. <laughs>